And we're back, folks. This is the Detroiter. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We are presented by the Second String, thesecondstring.com. That's right, you guys are just keeping it, keeping you on your toes here to kick today's episode off. This is the Detroiter, right? We're covering sports in the Motor City as well as the Mitten State today. Heavy emphasis on the Mitten State. Heavy emphasis on the Mitten State that's painted green. Heavy emphasis on the Mitten State that will. Heavy emphasis on the Mitten State, the the people that have passed through the corridors of East Lansing, Michigan. We're going to talk a little bit of Michigan State football today. I, I have to do it. I want to make this podcast as fair and as equal representing as I possibly can. I want to talk about the Red Wings, the Tigers, the Pistons, the Lions, Michigan. That's right. I want to talk about Jim Harbaugh. I want to talk about Ann Arbor. I want to talk about the Wolverines. But guys, I want to talk about MSU. <laughs> I want to talk about my dogs, man. I, I've been containing it for some time. I've cooled off on the TikToks, right? We're not talking Mel Tucker every day. I'm not giving you some Joseph Joseph Goebbels MSU propaganda horse dookie every day. We're not doing that. I've been laying it off. I've been cool. It's been a little while. I haven't talked state. I mean, every once in a blue moon. I'll throw in a little state tidbit in the content game, but I've been pretty laid back late, right? right dip, 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 fuck lately. I've been pretty laid back. I can stay silent no longer. At some point, um, I mean, I'm bursting at the seams here to talk MSU. I really am. I've been thinking about MSU a lot more the last week, two weeks. Now we're in the month of June. Mel Tucker, the staff all across the country. You can now host overnight visits, official visits for the month of June. We've been talking about Mel Tucker. We've been talking about how well he's recruited to this point. We've been talking about the reason Mel Tucker came to Michigan State was to recruit. The reason we have so much success or so much faith in the success of this program moving forward is because of what Mel Tucker's already done recruiting, and he hasn't had time. He hasn't had the resources. Now he has one season he can point to and say, look at what we did, and we didn't even have guys like you. Mel Tucker and the future and the promise and the machine is where the faith in MSU football comes from right now. And we are starting to get a glimpse of this guy hitting his stride. We're entering the period of time. We're entering maybe the definitive period. Think about that for a second. Before I go any further today, we might be entering the definitive period of Mel Tucker's tenure at Michigan State. June of 2022, maybe the month of his tenure, however short, however long it is, however successful, June 2022 may be the month we look back at and go, oh my God. It's like that meme where he takes off the sunglasses super slowly. Oh my God. That might be June. We might be living through that period right now when it comes to MSU football, honestly. And I've been quiet and I've been laid back and I haven't been rifling out the propaganda. I haven't been doing the Homer thing. I want to talk about Michigan State today. I want to talk about Michigan State football. I want to talk about what's happened already. It's only we're eight days into the month of June as of this recording. I want to talk about what's happened already. Picked up a couple commits this week. I want to talk about what's coming. I want to talk about just the visits that have occurred. The the people, the athletes that Tuck is recruiting, I want to talk about. Like the level of player that is flying across the fucking country to come visit Michigan State right now is something 
you know what I'm going to say that we've never seen before. Mark D'Antonio, all the success he had, all the big tens he won, all the times he beat Michigan, the times he beat Ohio State, all of the bowl games, everything, never, never really even came close to harnessing and harvesting the level of talent that Mel Tucker is poised to collect this fall. Like, think about that for a second. The last four or five years, shout out Colton Pouncey on Twitter, tweeted this that. The last four or five years, whatever it is of D'Antonio's run, so like 2017 to 21, had 10 four-star recruits commit to Michigan State. 10. Over the course of four years, 17 to 21, 10. Okay? Since Mel Tucker's been here, he's already had 11. He's already gotten 11. That's preposterous. And the first recruiting season he was here, it was like a week before signing day. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. None of the recruits even knew who he was. Here you go, Mel. The next year, he couldn't host one person. During COVID, coming off a two and six season, you couldn't have one single breathing human being come visit East Lansing, Michigan. Sure, you could show him how nice it is through a fucking pixelated Zoom call. Sure, you could tell him the vision. Sure, you could give him the storyboard, whatever it is. You couldn't bring one breathing human being that aspires to play college football to East Lansing, Michigan, to let him feel what's gonna what it's gonna be like there. He couldn't do that either. And now, finally, he can host recruits. He's coming off a season in which he won eleven games. He's coming off a season in which he won Mich- beat Michigan in a huge game. He's coming off a season in which he won a New Year's Six Bowl. And now he's bringing in a level of player that we've never seen come through Michigan State before, at least not in quantities. We've seen the offshoot elite talent, right? We had Malik McDowell, obviously Charles Rogers a long time ago. I know Jeff Smoker, Tony Manderich. Um, Aaron Burbridge was a big recruit. Uh, who else? Who's the guy? The Devontae Dobbs. He never really played. He was a big recruit. We've had big recruits come through here. Right, We've had the one guy. We've had the top 100. We've had the top 200. We haven't had multiple, multiple, multiple four-stars visit Michigan State. We haven't had three five-star recruits, each one from out of the state of Michigan, fly to East Lansing to visit. We haven't had that. We haven't had a defensive end five-star from fucking Tacoma, Washington, fly literally across the country to visit. We haven't had the number five player in the country, defensive lineman out of Texas, come up for a visit. The number five player in the country, this guy's from Texas, out of the blue, because Mel Tucker is the CEO to end all CEOs, identified Brandon Jordan. And now out of the blue, the number five player in the country is going, I kind of want to go check out Michigan State. We got a Georgia, another five-star, Vic Burley, out of Georgia. Yeah, I'll go see what MSU is all about. Brandon Jordan effect. It's unreal that it's happening. You look at the visiting list. Look at all of the kids for the next three weekends in June, starting with this one. All of the kids coming to state. It's preposterous. If Mel Tucker landed a quarter of them, if Mel Tucker landed a quarter of the guys, any quarter, not just the best quarter, any quarter, of the guys that we are having visit in this month, it would be the best recruiting class MSU's ever seen. And this guy just won 11 games, had a near Heisman running back, and won a New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, yeah, and he beat Michigan, too, in the thriller of the year. 
And he hasn't even, he's still, he started a little bit. He started a little bit this last cycle to dip his toe into the recruiting. He started to get the engine churning a little bit this last recruiting cycle. He got to work at just the fucking inkling of magic this last recruiting cycle. Just a bit. It's a little hair of the dog. See, doopsie. Just a tiny bit of magic on the recruiting trail this past offseason. Alex Van Summer is going to be a great player. He'll probably play this year, and he'll probably be good too. Caden Hauser, I think, is going to be a sick fucking QB in the green and white. The guy, watch him throw footballs. Just watch him throw footballs, dude. Next time your kid's going to bed, shut down the counting sheep game. Shut down how many bottles of beer on the wall. Fire up YouTube. Get him some Caden Hauser highlights and say, see how quick he releases the ball? See how quick that is? Just boom, no wasted motion on a rope in stride every time. Just watch Caden Hauser play. He's going to win big games at Michigan State. He's going to make huge throws at Michigan State. He's going to be a fucking stallion, dude. Watch the guy play for two seconds. Watch him play. Jeremy Bernard. Oh, Washington. You wanted this kid? You thought he was going to be a Husky? No. <laughs> no, sorry. We'll take him. Jeremy Bernard, just out of the clouds, four-star wide receiver, also probably going to play from day one. Antonio Gates Jr., difference maker, freak, height on the outside. Jaden Mangham, athlete, ball hawk, range. Dylan Tatum can hit, can play everything. Built like a brick shithouse. Four-star, 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 all in the green and white. Out of nowhere. Basing, basing their commitments off a two-win season. Think about that for a second, too. Those guys, this recruiting class, the previous one, I think it finished 23rd or 25th, something like that. 23rd, 25th in the country. Highest we've had since 2016, and all those guys ended up going to jail. Mel Tucker recruited the highest recruiting class we've had in five years. Okay. And again, I'll reiterate. That most previous class of 2016, everybody went to fucking jail for raping a chick. Not great. It's safe to say they didn't live up to expectation. He recruited the highest class we've had in five years coming off a two and six season where he couldn't host any recruits, where he could, people didn't even go to fucking games. Forget hosting recruits. The schools couldn't sell tickets to their games. And this guy pulled in the highest class state seen in five years off that? Off showing up, rolling out of bed from Colorado the day before, he pulls up with the 25th class. Come on now. We saw him do a little so, something last year. He was in on some big-time guys. Keonta Goodwin, the five-star offensive tackle that ultimately went to Kentucky. It was Kentucky and it was Michigan State. He was on a five-star, what top 30 player in the country from Ohio or something, and he was at Michigan State for a two-win season. For half a fucking second, he's been at MSU, and he's in on one of the biggest players in the country. Now he finally gets the opportunity to whine and dine and whatever the term is for giving someone a Jeep Grand Wagon here. He's got the opportunity to do that over the course of an entire recruiting cycle in person for all of these kids. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I think it's safe to say I feel pretty fucking good. I think it's safe to say I feel damn good. We already have a couple four-star recruits earlier this week. Chance Rucker, unreal name. Chance Rucker, you're telling me he's not going to be a savage? You're telling me that dude's not five picks a year? His name's Chance Rucker, bro. Probably return punts, too. Like, Chance Rucker, four-star quarterback out of Texas. Yeah, he'll come to MSU. 
It's gonna sickest edit I've ever seen too. He's gonna come to MSU. We got who committed today? Uh, Demetrius Bell, four star wide receiver. I think he's from West Virginia or something. I actually don't. Oh no, Tennessee. He's from Tennessee, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Michigan State. He's pulling guys from places that don't usually harvest Michigan State athletes. It's not guys from Ohio and Indiana, Wisconsin, and Michigan exclusively. Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Georgia, just fucking hotbed, hotbed. Let me go to the places in the country where they produce the most elite football players on the most consistent basis, and let me convince as many of them as I can to come play football in East Lansing. That's Tuck's philosophy. How could you not be in love with it? These guys, these commits. Now I believe we're up to eight commits in this year's class, 2023. Um, I think it's ranked 14th in the country. 14th, pretty good by far the highest states had, and I don't even know how long. I don't know if states ever like cracked the top 20 before, to be totally honest. I don't know the last time MSU's had a recruiting class, even anywhere near what this 2023 class is going to be. He still is just getting started. We're one weekend through the month of June. He has plenty of players he still has to see. He's got five-star recruits leaving their visits going, I'll be back at Michigan State. Yeah, I'll be back. I don't know what. I don't know where I'm going to go to school. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I will come back to Michigan State, though. He's leaving an impression on five-star defensive linemen. He's got four-star athletes from every state in the fucking union coming out to EL. He's coming off 11 wins. He's working the defensive line. He's working the offensive line. He's got wide receivers in spades. He's already got a few QBs. He's not, he doesn't need a quarterback. He doesn't necessarily need a running back. He's acquiring players that he needs, and he's acquiring good ones. He's acquiring highly touted ones. It's funny looking back. It's funny looking back before the days of Tuck. It's funny looking back to the D'Antonio era, as great as it was, in every offseason, the whole recruiting doesn't matter, dude. Recruiting doesn't matter. No, they're, no. you get to college, and then you hit the weights, and then they'll bust their ass, and, th- and then they'll go to the league and be a great player and help us at MSU and be good college football players. No, recruiting, the, the four-star, that doesn't matter. It's funny how that was like a mantra almost of MSU for a long time. <laughs> Funnily so. I love college football fans. You're bad at recruiting? Don't worry. It doesn't matter. You're great at recruiting? What happened on the field? Like, I love college football fans, always an angle, but it's funny that that was a narrative. Oh, recruiting. Look at Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Three guys. Look at Trey Wentz. Look at Jack Conklin. Look at uh, Darquez Denar. That's it. And then the list ends. Connor Cook, I guess, too. He was great. Antonio was great at finding those guys. But now that we got a guy like Mel Tucker who's bringing in top 200 kids, he's bringing in top 100 kids. He's bringing in not one five-star. It's not like it's one five-star that grew up in Southfield. It's not one five-star that grew up in Lansing, right? It's multiple five-stars that grew up in Tennessee, that grew up in Florida, that grew up in Georgia, that grew up in places where people probably don't really give a fuck about Michigan State, at least not many. And he's got those kids. He's got these guys that are penciled in to be NFL draft picks going, we should think about Michigan State. I know everybody here, everybody who ever did something in school went to Texas or went to Texas A&M. We should look at Michigan State, though, Dad. He's got kids saying that, bro. He's got guys that are going to be shooing first-round draft picks going, yeah, I know everybody in my family went to Florida. 
But what about like let's look at Michigan State, Pops? I know Georgia just won the Natty. I know Kirby Smart told me I'd start day one. I know everybody in my community and my family's a Georgia fan, but Mel Tucker's not at Georgia. Mel Tucker's at Michigan State. The guy that coaches our football program is doing that. He's having that effect on people. He's convincing kids who grew up in places where MSU never even existed. He's putting, he's convincing them to put MSU in a spot ahead of every childhood program he grew up idolizing. He's, he's getting Michigan State to be put on the same pedestal as the University of Georgia for a kid that grew up eating peaches for every meal of the day. That's fucked to think about. That's insane, dude. That's what Nick Saban does. That's what anybody who coaches Ohio State does. That's what Dabo Swinney does. That's what Notre Dame does. That's what Kirby Smart and Georgia do. Michigan State's never done that. And we got a guy who is. How could you not be fired up? And we're finally, we've been getting blue balled a little bit. I'll admit it. We've been getting teased all summer long. All these guys talking about MSU. Kids taking unofficial visits talk linked to certain players in certain places. We've been getting teased. We're finally at a time of the year. Granted, we're still, what, three months away from the season. We're finally at a time of the year where things can happen, where recruiting can happen, where action can be taken, not just reading stories and connections, but, oh, this dude is going to play at Michigan State. Oh, this dude cut his list down to two schools, and it's Michigan State and Alabama. We're getting to that. We got a safety from Florida who's currently committed to Alabama coming to visit Michigan State next weekend. What, dude? What, brother? He's committed. He's a safety. Okay, let's let's start from the beginning. You're telling me Alabama's defense, everybody goes to the NFL. Fucking everyone. We got a safety who's from Venice, Florida. Never heard of it. Committed to Alabama, so pretty much essentially locking his position to be an NFL draft pick one day. And he said, you know what? I'm not 100% sure. Let me make sure I go visit Mel Tucker and Michigan State in East Lansing, Michigan. Um, What? And I'm supposed to not fully believe in Tuck. I'm supposed to take anybody serious who goes, oh, Mel Tucker's overrated. He hasn't even done anything. Like, you don't get it. That's always been my thing with Mel Tucker, too. It's been just you can see the vision unfold, right? Obviously, 11 wins. That speaks for itself. The season he had this year, the Kenneth Walker storyline, Peyton Thorne, Jaden Reed, There was a lot of stuff that happened this year on the football field where it's like, why wouldn't I believe in him? He won 11 and two in a year. They were supposed to win four fucking games. He won 11 and two in a year. They were picked to finish as the worst team in the conference. He was in the big 10 race until the end of November. He had a Heisman candidate running back. And I'm not supposed to believe the way he coaches. I'm not supposed to believe he can win games. He hasn't even begun to flex his strongest muscle in the recruiting game, but I'm supposed to go off an 11 and two season with the thought, He's actually kind of overrated. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? After everything I just recited, how could you ever think that? How could you ever believe that? And then you factor in the fact. Too many facts. He's following through on being a big-time recruiter. 
He's following through on poaching guys from these hotbed states. He's following through on building a pipeline to the state of Georgia, maybe the most talented football state in the country. He's following through on getting and recruiting battles, not with Toledo and Indiana and Purdue and Minnesota. He's following through. He's getting in recruiting battles with Alabama, with Georgia, with Clemson, with Ohio State, with Michigan, with Penn State, with Notre Dame. He's going toe-to-toe with those guys. After winning 11 games, after identifying a Heisman caliber running back in the transfer portal, after really inventing the transfer portal in college football, I'm supposed to take all that and then mix in the buzz and the energy rippling through this fan base and then mix in the fact that Tuck really is just getting started. If you think about last season, you think about the 11 win season. That's right. The one he won 11 games in that season where he beat Michigan. He won the page bowl. He beat Pitt. They played Ohio state that season. That was supposed to be a wash away year. Last season was supposed to not matter. That was supposed to be Tucker's second and final we didn't see it, Mel. Don't worry about it, Mel. You didn't have enough time. The the cupboards are bare. Year two, it was COVID. This doesn't even this doesn't even count. The season doesn't, Mel. The season doesn't even count, buddy. That was supposed to be last season. This season, year three. This is the action. Like this is the start, really. This is the start. The day Mel Tucker got hired. I believe I said by year three, or at least maybe not by year three, but year three was the year that I would start to go, okay, let's see, you know, let's see something. I'm not saying we need a big 10 title by year three. I'm not saying you even need to be in double digit wins by year three, but year three was the year. Okay. Is it working or is it not working? Does he know what he's doing? Is it getting better? Is the talent better? Do they play better? Do they look engaged? Do they show energy? Do they fight? Do they battle? Do they make plays? Do they have similar athletes to teams like the Ohio States and the Michigans and the Penn States of the world? Are they showing that they're approaching that? Are they showing that Tucker knows what he's doing? Are they showing that Tucker can identify players and put them in good spots on the field? Year three was the first year of that. This guy blew that shit all out of the water in year two. Week one, the first play from scrimmage of year two, when Kenneth Walker juked the Northwestern house that first play of scrimmage or from scrimmage of 2022, Mel Tucker showed, yeah, I could find guys and uh, I could put them on the field where they'll do good things. He showed that in year two on the first play. But I'm going to get people that see the TikToks, that listen to today's podcast and go, dude, this guy's drinking the Kool-Aid. This guy's a slappy. This guy's crazy, man. This guy's fucking bananas, brother. On what planet, dude? On what planet? I would be afraid of Michigan State if I was Michigan, if I was Penn State. If I was Ohio State, I wouldn't be too fond of what Tucker's doing. 
I'd imagine the energy and the buzz around state is fairly palpable in other places. I'd imagine in Columbus, they kind of got an eye on us. I'd imagine Jim Harbaugh is not too happy that he's 0-2 against Mel and MSU is only getting better. They're only recruiting more. They're only adding Mel's, to, Mel's guys. They're only feeling better about themselves. I'd imagine Harbaugh's a little butthurt about that. I'd imagine James Franklin isn't necessarily happy that although he couldn't figure out the Big Ten when it was Ohio State and Michigan, he's got to worry about MSU again. I'm sure he's not too happy about that. I'm sure guys like Nick Saban, Dabo, Kirby, Lincoln Riley, I'm sure guys like that are kind of fucking annoyed that the safety they got committed is taking a visit to Mel Tucker. I'm sure that the five-star D lineman that grew up in their backyard going to MSU with a couple other five-star D linemen probably doesn't make Kirby too happy. I'd imagine there's some schools, there's some buildings, there's some places, there's some coaches. I'd imagine there are a few eyeballs that turn their attention towards East Lansing, Michigan every once in a while. I'd be willing to wager. I'd be surprised if there weren't. And I can't blame them. You shouldn't blame them either. Things are changing in East Lansing. I've said it once. I'll say it again. They're a sleeping giant and they're batting their eyes. They just felt the little feather go over their nose. Mel Tucker, dude. Michigan State, we're coming off. We're a giant that's coming off 11 hours of sleep. There's cookies baking in the kitchen, a hot cup of coffee on the nightstand. Your favorite novel hasn't even been cracked open because you fell asleep before you got a chance to. And we just started batting our eyes. Someone rubbed a little feather over our nose and we're going looking around, drooling all over ourselves. Ooh, what happened? I'm a giant and I'm waking up. Michigan State, it's a sleeping giant. June 2022 is the month that wakes up. June 2022 is the month that wakes up. Mel Tucker, Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, James Franklin. Put him in that group. Put him in that group. Sure, I'll hold off till he wins a big 10 to move him up another level. I'll hold off till he wins the Rose Bowl or the Tostitos Bowl or makes a CFP to put him in that next group. Just know he's coming. The things he's done on the recruiting trail have never been done at Michigan State before. Three five-star defensive linemen coming to campus in the same weekend because Mel Tucker, because of the guy Mel Tucker identified and hired, because of the guy Mel Tucker is, because of the energy, right, the buzz, the feeling, the idea that's going around right now. Michigan State football, they're doing some cool shit. Michigan State, how about Michigan State? Look out for Michigan State this year. It's tough, bro. It's tough. They're coming. He's doing new things. He's improving the place. They haven't even begun to build the Tom Izzo football building. We got three five-star defensive linemen coming to state all from across the country. Come on now. Don't play with Mel Tucker like that. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not good for your heart rate, brother. You're going to have to lay off the sodium if you keep doing that. It's not good for you. I just feel good. I can't wait to watch football. I can't wait to hear the fight song. I cannot wait to see those crispy ass green and white Michigan State football jerseys. There's nothing more perfect in the world than MSU jerseys. I can't wait to see Sparty out there just doing, I don't even know, whatever the fuck Sparty does. I can't wait to see Mel Tucker just keep chopping. 
keep chopping. I can't wait to see other five-star kids on the sideline at Spartan Stadium looking around bewildered like, what? This place is real? Everybody tells me about Alabama, Georgia. Nobody told me about Michigan State. I can't wait for Kirk Herbstreit, Brett Musburger to be flying that goddamn blimp above Spartan State and going on a crisp fall evening in East Lansing, Michigan. I can't wait for Michigan State football to rise again. I can't wait. They started it last year. June 22, the match enters the match box. The match enters the fire fucking work warehouse. June 2022, Mel Tucker takes this thing to the new level. We were good last year. We beat Michigan. We got smoked by Ohio State. We didn't win the Big Ten, and we lost to Purdue. Thumbs the facts. We were good last year. Michigan State's had seasons like that before. June 2022 is when this thing enters the new height. This is when we start looking at Big Ten championships. Yeah, the Peach Bowl was sick. wasn't a college football playoff game. We start looking at the CFP. We start setting our sights on the Blue Bloods. Michigan State football is coming back. Michigan State football will be an elite power. Michigan State football will be a team that you have to tag for a chance to win the Big Ten every single season very, very shortly. We will churn out draft picks. We'll churn out more draft picks. And then we'll churn out some more. We will win games. We will beat Michigan. We will beat Ohio State eventually. We will win the Big Ten. Mel Tucker is going to do great things here. June 2022, the month that Mel Tucker created his Michigan State. That's all I got today, folks. Appreciate everybody who listened. Appreciate everyone watching on YouTube, The Second String. If you're listening, check it out on YouTube. Um, appreciate the support. We got shirts, like I said, the second string.com most fire sportswear brand in the game. Appreciate everybody following along, supporting, sending the messages, all that good stuff. Hope you enjoyed. I'll see you guys next week.